You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Rich Wars. I know you're like, how could a white man be allowed to do that? <laughs> you can say the word only in the confines of this podcast. How the fuck dare you? Any of you. Yeah! You're out of your fucking mind, I dude. have the power! Let's go. Let's First of all, welcome to Race Wars. Race Wars. Is that, <laughs> is that the title we're going to We don't think, know. Well, that's uh, right now, that's what we're going to run with. Yeah, this is Kurt Metzger and Race I'm Wars. Small here. We call, call it uh, Puppet Masters. It's too uh, Illuminati-ish. Yeah, you're right. But, what about uh, Illuminati? Illuminati. <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole other topic. I want to get a whole... Because I do want to get... Basically, Race Wars is just us saying talking about racial shit all the time because yes. there's a new n-word controversy pretty much every the week. Wor- first of all the words nigger R- oh well here's the thing i can't just go willy-nilly uh saying that word but just for the purpose of this podcast we have a special ceremony where my friend sherrod will uh knight me into would- into using the word just for podcast purposes just for podcast purposes i'm going to knight you into the world of uh the nigger word. So I don't have to say N-word over and over, because it sounds fucking It's annoying. I, it sounds dumb. Whenever I hear somebody say N-word and they're an adult, even if they say, we can't say the N-word, it's yeah. like you sound stupid. Well, it's like a kind of reparations where it's like, you know, I have to say N-word, and then you as a black man goes, yeah, you feel stupid because you look stupid. I'd rather them say, you can't say that word or say nigger. <laughs> yeah, it's like Voldemort. So uh, it's a very simple, I know you're like, how could a white man be allowed to do this? Well, it's a very simple ceremony. Uh, Sherrod is going to lay his dick on my shoulder like a knight. My cock will be right on the shoulder, real big, black, and veiny. Yeah, that's on the only way shoulder. in. The only way in. Yeah. And then we're going to play the uh, original N-word uh, theme music. Yeah, it was. we had to dig that up. It was hard looking for, we had to dig it up. All right, so uh, let's just get this ceremony started let's so I can uh, speak openly. Okay. Uh, Sherrod, get your dick on my shoulder. Okay, let me just think of something for a second. Oh, my God, that thing's heavy. Oh, that's a big, that's well. Ooh. That's only a halfy, actually. It's, it's halfy. A lot, it's a lot of weight. All right, can you play this special theme music? And uh, Sherrod, if you want to say a few words, giving me the power. Okay. I hereby decree. Kurt Metzger. Is drafted into the world of nigger. He can say the word only in the confines of this podcast and only under the supervision of Sherrod Small. I have the power! Yeah! How's it feel? Oh, I feel coursing through me. You feel what coursing through you, nigger? Nigger! Oh, welcome, oh. Kurt. Welcome oh my to God. the world. All right, oh. let's cut that beautiful song. <laughs> that song is... <laughs> it sounds like the most racist brute commercial. <laughs> it's like a brute cologne commercial. Because, John, I told him I need a song. I told him I'd take the He-Man song and put nigger in it. And he, and he made it, but he kept saying nigga. And it, it sounded Chinese. I'm like, no, no, we need a hard ER you sound. We need a hard ER. Yeah. Yeah, because, it, that was you know. Great. That yeah. song is great. It gets me inspired. I'm I know. Inspired We're going to play that every fucking episode. <laughs> That is a tremendous fucking song, dude. I mean, I don't even know if you're uh, on the right stage. It's inspirational, though. I can't lie about it. But look, I just got to be able to say it because there's so much nigger news. We got to talk. Let's go Let's go right into it. All right. Well, first, here's the most recent thing, Sharadi. Uh, stop and frisk law violates rights, a judge just ruled. Finally. Uh, judge Shinelin, which is... That's not Judge Judy, is it? No, but that's the same last name. I was thinking maybe it was a husband because a husband still works for the no, it's a she. courts. Yeah. But Wait, uh, here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. Well, can I tell you what happened first? Okay, uh, go for it. 
Judge Charlotte. I was there, but go ahead. <laughs> you were at the. I was at the. Yeah, I'll go. I go in there. She eat found and listen. that the city adopted a policy of indirect racial profiling by targeting racially defined groups for stops based on local crime suspect data. Jesus. And you know, it was against the suspect data. Yeah, and then she rejected the city's arguments that more stops happen in minority neighborhoods solely because those happen to have high crime rates. But yet the, the white people they stopped, they found more guns on. Is that true? That's true, 1.4%. Wait, what? The so what, what is the percentage? 1%, of, yeah. 1% of the black people who stopped in the city, they found guns on. Okay. 1.4% of the white people they stopped in the city, they found a weapon on. <laughs> There's all these blacks running around. What am I supposed to but do? But if it's like, if, if, that, if, if the case that it was uh, <laughs> that it was so much crime in these areas, that's why you had to do it, then why are you finding guns not in these areas on white people? Well, I thought they were going <laughs> to strike. I'll tell you, I, I thought they were going to strike it down. Because first of all, if that if it was white people, they were all stopping and frisking. That shit would have been over much sooner. <laughs> like if I got stopped and frisked, I would be on every new thing. I was stopped for was, no reason. How dare they? Um, but I guess, like, on the flip side of it, like, it is going to affect black people more because that's who gets killed because people aren't getting stopped and frisked. Well, let's see. Let's see it. That's, hey, that listen. Dream if I, look, let's I'll see tell you this. I'll, that, I'll tell you this. If, I, really if I was black. Crazy. It's not. No, it's not matter. I crazy. wanted to kill as soon as I heard the news. If I was black, I would want it stopped regardless of the of me getting shot by someone else. Black. I, I would be like, let's because that's a pain in the ass. But that's if that's the case. Listen, as a guy who's late, I grew up in a city yeah. without stopping frisk and I was never shot. <laughs> You're one of the lucky ones. <laughs> You're one of the lucky of ones. Of course, I shoot first. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, listen, I, I think that's probably the right thing because it's. Bloomberg but they're not getting rid me. of it. They're not. It's not even a point of like yeah. if you think it's right or wrong. Bloomberg yeah. with his uppity fucking stupid attitude. I'm ready for him to go. I'm ready for him to go and have all the gay sex he want to have somewhere. He does seem kind of gay, doesn't he? Not gay enough to be cool like Koch. Right. Just gay where you're like, <laughs> shut up, faggot. It affects our lives. <laughs> like, go be you, and maybe you can ease off everybody else. Yeah, no, he really is a little... White uh, trails. A little, uh, what do you call it? Like, mother hen. Like, can we put the cigarettes behind the counter so yeah. no one can see you have cigarettes? It's, to, yeah, <laughs> even him coming up, up like, uh, now everybody... Those areas, you're going to get shot. You're the ones getting shot. It's like, shh. Money, so you our savior. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I want to get... You son of a bitch. Uh, I, I think we kind of... This isn't even really a race war thing because we both kind of agree stop and frisk was a, a little bit uh, not constitutional. Yeah, it's really... It's not really... So it's not really a war. But right. this is what I really want to get into with you. Okay, here we go. First of all, what's the point of having this nigger power if I can't say... I gotta keep, remind myself not to hit you. I gave you that power. I granted yeah. it. Yeah, you I said it. I could yeah. do it. No, I granted it. And Go by ahead. the way, just in case you're listening to this, like, yes, Sherrod does speak for all black people everywhere. Everywhere. Everybody knows Literally that. all black people he is, he is speaking for. I speak so for that's, them. It's binding. I got to go speak for Beyonce later today in the interview. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, this is clothes. a – so you know about Riley Cooper from the Eagles, right? Oh, he was, yeah. He was at a – That nigga. <laughs> yeah. So if you don't know this story, but he was at, he was at a Kenny Chesney concert. I was, I was actually there, And uh, he was Somebody videotaped him saying that he would fight all those all the niggers. niggers behind right. the gate. Now, my first reaction, obviously, Shaw, was what are, what are all these niggers doing at a Kenny Chesney concert? That's, I mean, that's the first. Well, the obvious question. Security. That's security. That's why the answer is security. Yes. And, uh, and so he's in trouble. So he had to go. This is the thing that's funny. He had to uh, have public apologies, four days of counseling. Uh, he had to have four days of nigger counseling. That's what he gets. They and pulled a the podium out of return to the Eagles. When will white people learn that you can't say nigger without somebody pulling a podium in front of you? Well, yeah, here's the thing. First of all, um, him saying out, because we work at Comedy Cellar yeah. uh, downtown yeah. in the village, but just any place you work with black security, I would say a drunken, angry 
white person calls black security a nigger like almost every week. Literally every night that I'm you there. You have to, yeah. It There's something about the drunk people. Yep. Because you gotta understand how we keep this word. It's like it's not. It's in the back of our head. Like if we're if a push comes to shove, right? I'll throw this out there. And I'm really mad. Right. I'm like, this is it. Time to drop the bomb. Right. I'm like Harry Truman. I'll right. drop two. Drop two <laughs> right. niggas. One on Hiroshima. Right. One on Nagasaki. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's our ultimate weapon. And it's like it's like uh uh what do you call it uh impotent rage kind of shit like right. because here's the thing that's kind of cheesy about this like he wasn't gonna fight those niggers no not at and all he's like you know goddamn well you're not gonna fight all those niggers you're just gonna have the satisfaction you called them niggers right because those be honest those niggers would have ripped him apart <laughs> they would have like a buttery fresh croissant oh they would have you know how how much they wanted to hit a white person working the Kenny Chesney concert well uh, you know honestly they wanted I'll, that day off yeah <laughs> they would they would have whipped his ass he was mad he couldn't go backstage i i don't really approve of this temp now here's the thing if i'm in a bad fight with somebody i'm you know i might not even say nigga but i'll say something evil to him do you know what i mean cuz i'm right. in a fight so right. i'm going to try to hurt you Right, that's why you I don't saying? let the word nigga affect me, because it's like that's too much control. Well, it's somebody. just hacky to me it's to too pull much control. that one. I, I I have such more creative racisms. <laughs> you gotta get more creative. And, with and it. I feel like what it's a sign. Of, I feel like it's a sign of respect if I come at you with something creatively racist that's opposed to just saying nigga, because that's like yes. out of the box. I don't like out of the box, you know, insults. I like yeah. telling somebody I'm gonna beat the purple off them, or I'm gonna, you know, cut your head off and drink the grape juice out of your neck stump or oh, something. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> but now, now I'm thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> but something fucking, if you're going to be vicious. But it's lazy and it's, dumb. It's punk ass to fucking say I'm going to fight the, and then not fight the And he niggas. was trying to get backstage? He, to, yeah, by what the way. A, he, like, they hurt his feelings. They, they hurt his, his little kitty it, it's Chesney true. fan feelings. I know. There's a lot There's a lot not to like about, uh, about Riley Cooper. But here's the thing. The thing with the counseling and the fuck. I mean, just say you were drunk it. and you were mad and you were trying to be hurtful and you knew God. He didn't want to admit he knew goddamn well he couldn't fight them. You know what I mean? It's like, look, these guys would have kicked my ass and all I could do was call them nigger from a safe distance. The thing is, his friends, his friends taped it. Yeah. They released it. <laughs> I think you need more niggas in your crew. <laughs> well, if one thing we are is loyal. <laughs> can I tell you what you need? You need a buddy who can edit a fine song and a friend to lay his dick on your shoulder. Thank you. Because <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing. And, and, and this is, look, I think this guy's cheesy for that. My position on saying nigger is this it's not. I, I hate that thing where you're like, we talk about this terrible word and its history of oppression and fucking, because everybody goes, why can't a white guy say it? And, you, and then you have this thing about how Big there's there's like a haunted word. It's nothing. Listen, <laughs> I got zero problem with the word nigga. The problem with me saying it is somebody that doesn't know me, right? If I just say it casually like that, it's right. going to create a real emotional barrier. I talk about it on stage. Yeah, it's going to immediately create a wall that I then have to scale. And whatever I say right. to scale that has to be <laughs> funny enough to make up for me just saying nigger out of, out of turn. Out of the like exactly. So it's not that I have no fucking morals whatsoever about saying nigger. It's just I'm just mindful of somebody's emotions of, of what am I – like I have a goal of what I'm trying to say. And is me saying nigger going to help me with that? No, it won't. Right. So if my goal is to be uh, hurtful – then possibly it yes, will it will help. help. Yes, exactly. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes, but like, yes, yes. if I'm trying to be funny, and I have a million times that I want to say, dude, here's an example of, of nigger being hilarious to me. Okay, <laughs> this is a uh, big, big Jay Okerson, comedy friend of ours, and uh, Will Sylvans. Both known racists. Yes, <laughs> very <laughs> well uh, documented. But they were in England. Okay, this is how I love the word nigger is when it's just being used by black guys to just as dude. 
Right. Like, like, dude is basically for what? Like, how come we can't say nigga? Well, we have dude. That's our version of right, it. Right. Exactly. So fucking Will said these girls, these ugly girls in the crowd, he goes, man, these bitches look like niggas. <laughs> <laughs> That has to be the most beautiful, like, perfect sentence. It's lovely. I got a pretty good I mean, it's too. poetry. These bitches a- look like niggas. It's offensive. It says it all. It does everything. It's, I mean, it does it. So, like, for me, generally what I would want to use it is for something like that. You one, know? Of my, one of the best times that I have ever heard the word nigga in a sentence was in a go-go tape. I was in college, by the way. This is what you hear it. Like in college in Maryland on his go-go tape, uh, a go-go band was on. A Just fight to broke explain out. what go-go music go-go is. Go-go is like a local D.C. area music. Right. It's a live band type of thing. Fight breaks out in the club. Yeah. <laughs> you just hear mayhem. Just mayhem. Then one dude get on the mic like, hey, hey, settle the fuck down, bitch nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that was... <laughs> It was the most beautiful sentence I know. I've ever heard in my life. That's the thing, man. If it's used Settle properly. Settle the fuck down, bitch nigga. If used properly, it's very hysterical. You know? It's just oh, a fucking man. funny ass. But here's the other problem. And we were, college. we were in college, and that tickled the shit out of us black college students. Yeah, but there's, there's a difference between like someone trying to be utterly hurtful and then a, a beautiful poetic use. That's why I'm just against labeling it as, like, this word really. You always see, like, these MSNBC uh, black college professor guys. Like, that word needs to be taken out, young brother. Uh. <laughs> like, first of all, stop being bald and having dreadlocks still like your predator. <laughs> that's, my, that's what you need to worry about, black, black college professor. Okay? Number one. Don't worry about what the young kids are saying. But it's not that the word – there's no fucking wrong words, man. It's how you say them. And, and from my – like, I got in an argument when they had those voter registration laws for uh, black people. Like, you got to have an ID. Oh, yes, yes. And, um, and I couldn't nail this guy down to just admit it's to keep black people from voting. Because it was obviously – they didn't want blacks voting. They assume they're going to be late and not have their shit together. You can, because you can easily stop and hold up somebody's state uh, ID, uh, state form for a state ID. Right. You can hold that up easily. And you're banking on people's niggertude, right? You're banking on and, a lot of things. And well, as a, affordability, because you got to pay for some right. IDs. And, no, and that, that makes me mad as a guy myself who's known for, for <laughs> a little bit of niggertude himself. Like, <laughs> not on time. Don't have the right papers. You got a lot of the qualifications. I, I mean, I really don't live right. <laughs> And uh, so I really identify with people that are being barred because they don't have some fucking piece of paper they need because right. I know how that feels. It's like, you, so you're saying that you don't think I'm American. But, in front. but I go, so I'm arguing with him, and he writes this Crazy. thing. He goes, well, you have to admit a lot of African Americans want handouts. Listen, just say nigger oh, if you're going to say that. Oh, what you're a like, fucking like, fool. I, like African American, it's like 10 times worse. To say fucking African American, uh, so that's what people miss the point of like worrying about a word, as right. opposed to just the content of right, how offending. the words being used. Exactly. That's that's my main position. I agree. Right? I agree. Um, and then they they have another comparison of uh, two Lions teammates who happen to be close friends. They uh, racial slurs are a term of endearment. Tight end Tony Schleffer, who is white, yeah, no shit, and safety Louis <laughs> Delmas, who is bl- Louis Delmas. I don't know how you say it. I don't know football, but. They know each other. Ah, uh, name confuse you. You don't know if it's a black name or a white name. That's this what you is, get, Kurt. We got all names, motherfucker. No fuck, Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid ass things like I look at him like my brother. I love him to death. He greets me. What's up, nigger? 
and I say, what's up, cracker? They're a couple of fucking fags. Oh, that's just boys. Boys, you know, guys, locker room mentality is a different. And when you try to put the same rules of society on locker room dudes, it's like. No, you can't. You, you can't, can't do, do it. Just leave dude. Dudes are going to say uh, all the awful things to each other because that's how we greet and sometimes meet each other. Well, that's. I think that's the larger issue, which is if you're going to be saying negative to somebody that you know, it's you know, like there's no such thing as a hood pass. There's like an no. immediate, you know someone, right. it's and like, they know where you're coming from. Right. It doesn't apply to all, you all get a, hoods. You get an Earl pass, because yeah. Earl's your friend who <laughs> right. you can say that to. <laughs> right. There's not a fucking hood pass. No, not at all. Um, and the other thing is, the reason I don't like saying the word itself is so bad, because it opens the door up to my beloved faggot being taken away. Yeah, a lot of good words going to be taken. Um, snatched cunt. from you. Cunt. Yeah, that's up but, there. Because uh, there's people right now. Baby fucker. Cunt is like <laughs> saying nigger. Like, no, really, it's uh, not. Who says that? I don't know. But remember Mike DiStefano used to have a good joke about it where he goes, well, no, because nigger is because your skin color, which you can't help. And cunt is a behavior that you can change. <laughs> right. You can stop being a cunt. <laughs> And it's true, like uh, when I call somebody a cunt, I'm 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 just talking I'm not talking about all women, I'm just talking about this one cunt. Exactly. And you really should because cunts hurt hurt women more than they hurt men even. Yeah. Every girl you know wants to tell you about some cunt at work. Yes, yes. That's ruining her life. <laughs> Destroying her. But the bottom, I, I think most common people don't really give a shit about that. It's like the the small I'm just so people, happy yeah. that like younger kids, younger generation, it ain't much uh, such a like uncomfortable situation for them to talk like this or talk about this. You don't think so? I think they're getting more fucking pansified as time goes on. I think older on. they get, but I think like the high school kids are still high school kids. Yeah, I and hope they still so. menta mentality is different from their parents. Whatever their parents hate, yeah, they like fuck my parents and they hatred. <laughs> so it's good if you sit in the house, good, because your kid gonna be embarrassed by you. <laughs> and gonna no, that's home true. Puerto Rican boyfriend. <laughs> that's hundred percent true, man. That is that's the, that's a good way to get your daughter to pay a black guy. <laughs> yes, is to voice your displeasure for <laughs> black people. It's like Chrissy said: if you hate Puerto Ricans, your daughter's coming home with living la vida loca. <laughs> By the way, on that topic, how many like real like feminists? And we got to get like because this is our first one that we're doing. Yeah, but we're gonna have to get other races in here. And like, oh yeah, we got to definitely. We're gonna load but, this um, room up. Definitely. Uh, how many girls do you know? Who are like real feminist, like um, like you know, gender studies major girl. I know seven of these girls. Okay, okay. Um, very upset about minor sexism. Like there's a slap Hillary web game out. Oh now, yeah, right. <laughs> and there's and I got a petition email me. This outrage, violence against women is on a joke. And then I go look at the game. First of all, it made me want to try the game out immediately. They gotta play. I I'm mean, immediately like, play. oh, it's hilarious. And I'm even pro-Hillary, but I was just like, let's see what this is. And it's the most lame-ass, cartoonish, not even an enjoyable. There's a slap Palin one that's great where you fucking, you haul the hand off and right. beat her and she screams. <laughs> and then it tells you how many feet you knocked her back to Alaska. It's tremendous, dude. Okay? But the slap Hillary one is not even nearly as good. And so, so some girl like that complained about that. And then the same thing, they always date a fucking Arab uh, like Moroccan, African, okay, Persian guy. Like the bitch that dated the the guy, the Boston bomber, the one his wife. Oh yeah, who was like some artsy college girl that, and it's like so they're like all Brown outraged. University. Yeah, just like they, just a guy who looks like their dad can't say anything, right. but a fucking they'll let some Iraqistani dress him up like a fucking Pac-Man ghost. <laughs> And slap them all around the house. But they're going to tell you, like, listen, you, I call them Meredith Baxter Bernies. You know, because they're the one where the guy's going to take their kid back to fucking I loose, like movie. loose stoolistan and fucking. 
Watch this one with your family. <laughs> Meredith Baxter Bernie. Yeah, yes. like, I, I don't want to hear you run your mouth about that shit if you're fucking a, a, a just a desert baloney dick. <laughs> you got no business uh, telling me for my minor Western sexism <laughs> when you're with some fucking primitive. Who is really hard on women. That's what you're saying. That these guys, they're culture. But they're like turned on by it. And you're like, go fuck yourself. Right. Because it's, uh, it's, uh, it's not good when you uh, discriminate against one woman, but when you do a whole area of women, Just to sum up, sexy. don't like white girls that fuck Arabs, <laughs> Persians, or Sherrod. Okay, moving on to the next. <laughs> is there any other white girls left? <laughs> Sherrod's torn through a lot of. Betty White is the how only much, white girl you can fuck right how now. How much white college ass have you torn through of a uh, real? Just as much black, though. Yeah. Um, easily. More black than anything, because I started fucking black girls true? from when I was 15, 14. Oh, I didn't And then I went to Morgan in. State University where it was all. I know. I saw a picture. You look like a young usher when I. I was a young usher. People used to call me Ush Ush. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, money. Blacks and Puerto Ricans is where my, my foundation of my building is when it comes to the fuck game. <laughs> but then when you get up to like floor seven, <laughs> you start seeing how high yellows are rolling in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the thing that we meant to argue about because this is old, but with the Paula Dean thing. This is how we got the idea for this race war podcast because we were talking about Paula Dean. We were at Paula Dean's house having dinner. Well, I was a waiter. Old family friend. I was eating. We were <laughs> celebrating the Zimmerman verdict. Uh, I was blowing up balloons. High fiving. <laughs> I was passing out hoodies. I do remember that. <laughs> and uh, Paula. But we're talking about Paula Dean because Paula Dean, by the way, she won her court case. Well, it depends on what you describe as win. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, she got to walk out of there, but she's probably God damn. she's probably not going to die from the butter she ate on her own show now. So she won. Oh, um, but I uh, mean, she won her case like OJ won his case. But but I remember this. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's the war is not won, just the battle for Paula. Yeah. yeah. Well, so Paula. So the controversy was. She and this is this is my problem with it. It's like somebody, have you ever said a racial slur in the deposition? Like, have you ever said the N word? And she's like, yes, once it was in 1979. It's like I was robbed was by a black gentleman. It and was I Tuesday. Said it, it to raining. my husband. Yeah, like first of all, if somebody asks me, I'll be, I'll be. You ask me, like Kurt, have you ever said a Kurt? Have you ever said the N word? Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> I said a lot. I admit to saying. Every single racial slur <laughs> and anti-woman, anti-gay slur, uh, both in the past and I admit to it uh, also in the future. <laughs> I just like to admit right <laughs> now <laughs> to my constant use of the wrong words in the future. <laughs> uh, Which is the right yeah. name. Because, That's by the way, stuff. everybody says these fucking... If you tell me you've never said that word, you're a fucking clan member and a liar. You're a clan member. If you right. sing along with a Kanye West song, you said that word, dummy. Right, that's what you say. If you, how do you sing along to your favorite hip hop tunes? She's a broke. I know, it's just so fun, man. Come on, man. It's like it's one of the things. You can't put the hate behind it. That's the whole point. You can't hate people in groups. Period. Right. I don't really even want it. Honestly, I don't even want to say nigger for even a fight reason because I would say something different in a fight. You know? Yes. I just it looks so fun. I was watch, I watch people like especially my block it's all Dominican uh -huh. and they just call their girlfriends nigger like yeah. oh yeah. god <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna call my girl and go what up nigger what oh, I, I do it all the time. Oh, Listen. it's the funnest thing. So don't act like it's the worst word because it's the funnest word. It's a fun word. Listen, all they're gonna do is have mo people saying motherfucker. Yeah, right. You don't go from nigger to something like a hey homie. <laughs> <laughs> You go to motherfucker. Right. Which right. is the nigger for everybody to say. <laughs> right. 
Well, That's the N-word for everybody to use. We all got that. Well, like, just to finish the Paul Dean name, because this is, okay, this is what Paul, kicked it off. Okay. Cause, cause you, the employee was white, and they said that. That's why they threw it out. Right, and but it became a whole thing for her because she said at one time she was robbed. And like, and, and my position was, if you rob me, I'm going to call you a nigger. If, I mean, probably if you're not even black. You can oh, do yeah. whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> the dude was Asian. Why you I'm keep like, saying nigger? Yeah. Nigger robbed me. Yeah. <laughs> That's I'm what a, I'm saying. The nigga, the nigga robbed me. I'm gonna say okay. Now I'll, I'll wait. I'll probably wait till the till you leave because I don't have the guts of a Paula Dean. <laughs> All <laughs> I don't the recipes. Have the courage or the recipes. <laughs> but your position, if I remember correctly, was like, who cares if you're robbed? That doesn't. That doesn't. Uh, it's not the equal to 450 years. Yeah. Of oppression. You so even once. if you get even if you get it robbed or beaten up or something, you got still don't say nigger to the person. Don't so say, did it. It's like she shouldn't even said I was robbed. She should have just said I was angry. Oh yes, I said the word. That's it. I was angry. Well, I, I agree with that. She just said, "Yeah, I fucking just, just own." It's like you're listen, human. If you fucking say the wrong word, just for the love of God, don't go to a four day treatment center. He went to a nigger treatment center. Who Are did? you shit? That that football player. No, he did not. Yeah, that's why I said he. They had to sent go to him a- to a facility. That's what they all do now. Everybody's like, I'm getting help from that a professional. From is hilarious. And it's like, just fucking say you were mad and you were trying to be hurtful. I heard they put him in a room. Them. They put him in a room by himself and made him watch uh, 18 hours of Moesha first. Right. Just to get him uh, <laughs> familiar like with that. Like, that's going to cure you of that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, here's my thing. It's like, and I they don't. they gradually work into Roots and then Oprah, but you start off with Moesha. <laughs> <laughs> But my whole thing is like I don't. I mean, if I'm getting robbed by you, I don't give a fuck about 450 years of somebody else getting impressed. I care about me right. getting impressed right now by, by you, you right. and I want to. I'm helpless. It's again like what I said about the impotent rage. Yeah, that's what that comes rage. from. Yeah, like, you're right. You're and it's right. like a venting right. of your. Well, I can still say nigger. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's foolish. He took everything from me. <laughs> <laughs> But I can still say it to them. <laughs> oh, big God Almighty. I know. It's just fun uh, to say, man. I mean, I don't know what to fucking... Some words are fun, man. And the more somebody try to tell you not to say it, the more you want to say it. <laughs> all right. So let's... We, I mean, Well, you just like can't a... put the hate behind it. You can't hate people in groups. That's all I say. But you can say whatever word you want to say. Your mouth can fall. And that's a very good distinction to make. Because generally, if I am angry enough to call somebody a nigger, I'm not calling everyone a nigger. I'm calling one person. Right. You're like, do you know I mean? Here's the thing. Remember, remember uh, uh, your, co- your cousin had that joke, right? Chris Rock had that joke that he doesn't do anymore about um, black people hate niggers too. Oh, right, right. And, and he stopped right. doing it because, right. and I'll tell you, that's the thing. Like, I remember like a parent telling me that, like, I remember, I think it was my dad or somebody's like, look, I think there's something a lot of white parents say to the kids, like, right. there's black people and there's niggers. Black people are okay. And they, do you know what I mean? And right. it's like, it's like the same as saying white trash or something in their head or like, like my whole thing is, if that were really how it is, this is why I think it's it's kind of wrong just to be used like why we can't all say nigger. If if nigger was just applied to people who are niggers, that'd be one thing. Right. But people can call you nigger. You can have a suit on. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could be like Martin Luther King. Like, what they call a black person flying a plane a nigger. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah like, but that old joke. It's like that's the racist motherfucker. So that's why it's not. It, it's just it's just for the same reason you don't legalize torture. Is because like like uh, uh you know obviously we're gonna torture. They'll fall into the wrong hands. Right, we're gonna torture if we need to, but it needs to be illegal to to make it as little as possible. Right, it's not gonna prevent torture. <laughs> right, right. For, uh, Dana Gould, I saw him saying talking about that. And he was a really great point. Is like it's like these ghoulish like Rumsfeld and like let's make it a law we can torture. <laughs> right, and it's yeah. like so then if you make it okay, it's gonna get overused. Right, 
Do you know what I mean? Right. So it's got to be for. So my thing is like on the books forbidden. But uh, say it if you got to say it, and then just fucking you know <laughs> yeah. say I got. Well, I said that shit. You yeah. know, I, I say every fucking racist thing, dude. I, first of all, I've had a Kramer meltdown. Once a year, <laughs> once a year with a different kind of race ride. I don't know if you've even been there for some of them, but I've had a straight up like races. I didn't you even Kramer know. race out on uh, white people though. Right, it doesn't have to be black. It's like, black people. I've all. learned about the world from Kramering out on various people. I was like, I didn't always know what Guyanese was. <laughs> you had to look it up. Like oh, is that um, several several tribes of Inuit peoples. I've learned about. Yes. Like, my racism teaches me things. <laughs> Inuits ran all the way up to the North Pole to get away from you crackers. But that's the thing. Listen, my, my whole position is I'm not a racist. I think, I think actually very few people are actual racists. I think people are bigots and they're prejudiced, which is not the same. Like, to me, being a racist, if you go by the classic definition, is that it, it, it's almost like a religion to you. Where, it's where like those fools who try, who try to attack uh, Adam Carolla like, as being a racist in Montreal when he wasn't there. I just heard this story. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. What what were they attacking him for? I they mean, he says a racist. lot. Of, they was calling him a racist. Well, he says, and like not joking about it. Right. What's, what's his name? What's the comedian? Kindler. Kindler oh, right. Adam. Right. Well, Corolla is like a classic like construction worker site like bigot kind of guy. But he, I don't think he, he's not a racist. No, he's not a not racist. a racist. Far from a racist. And there's a big difference between bigot. And I got like, the best story that can can prove it. One well, of my best stories. Ra- racism's like a thing that you believe in. Where you ever watch like these clan documentaries? Or I was watching this one where they're they're having a birthday party. So they get a fucking polka band because everything's got to be white. Right. That's that's the problem right. being racist. <laughs> you, you you live in America, so a lot of shit you like is is just mixed. We're all mixed together here. Right. So then you got to go on a quest to just be white, and then you cheat yourself out of all this fun shit. Kenler so really went like, at uh, Corolla. Well, well, listen. So he uh, goes. She goes. This is a white. A white cake made with egg whites. <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit, you gotta be fucking racist against cake mix!" Like, I was like, "I, I know I'm not racist because I'm too lazy to put that kind of work in, man. To like iron my sheets and, <laughs> and then I'm gonna put on my head and fucking like." What I my thing is, I'm a bigot. I'm a straight up bigot, but I could be reasoned with. Do you understand? So there might be something I misinterpret as a black thing. And there's many things like that where I have them like, oh, there's some bullshit blacks do. And then later I adjusted my opinion because I'm like, okay, well. It was just Philly. Yeah, well, that's a big one. <laughs> it Definitely. Out to be people from Philly. It turned out to be Philly. <laughs> or there's a lot of stuff people think is like uh, a nigger shit, for a quote unquote, yeah. that is really just Southern shit. Yeah. That is like trickled down from like yeah. back in the day. And it's like, you know, like like all that churchy bullshit I hate and like dog fights. You know, people yeah. say like dog fights is black. That's old red. People got to remember that dog fights is really big anywhere outside of New York. Yeah, that's <laughs> a southern even in New York. Yeah, but that's a southern fucking that whole mentality, though. It's that's like, an that's old an school thing. redneck thing. And that trickles down and somehow became like a black thing. I don't even really look not. at dog fighting as a black thing maybe because maybe because of Michael Vick. That's how people started. That's, to what, that's what I'm saying. But people yeah, no. people started to take because then then there was a thing with like whoopee. King. And this is the other problem with these racial things. One per this is the joke of our show is that like. One person speaks and they're the spokesman for everybody's feelings about a fucking topic, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Imus goes to apologize to Al Sharpton. Yeah. Like, Al Sharpton's the fucking... They, they made that joke on South Park, like, Jesse Jackson's not the king of black people. Right, yeah. <laughs> and and that's, a, that's where people are fucking racist yeah. to me. Like, like we have a leader, like a leader. Yeah, and, and what, the, what it comes from is just not having to live around a bunch of other people, man. Like, when you go to places that are just two, one kind of people... Yep. Even like a liberal town like Madison, Wisconsin, yeah. they still suck because it's just too much of one thing, man. 
You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta interact with other race. You just gotta make. Even that's why I love New York. That's why I love this town because every block is everybody. <laughs> and, it's, and dude, the thing that's great is people don't even want to live together like that. You just forced to. <laughs> so then you're like, it's like you're racist, but you have really close friends of races you supposedly hate right. because you're just forced to live together. <laughs> it's like a fucking prison almost. Like, <laughs> and it, but that's the thing, man. Like that, for, I'm all for forced mixing. I think it fucking really takes the bullshit out of people. That's what the work. Forces, <laughs> and that's why Philly's such a fucked up place. Is because people are still kind of segregated into their own little neighborhoods. They try, they try to be, but all the cool spots in Philly now is spots where it's like uh, uh, everybody's at. You know, we got black, white, Asian. It's so different since I was there, man. When I was there, when I started comedy, there was no. You did the white rooms or black rooms, yeah. And I, and, and the reason yeah. we did the black rooms was because there was black people would show up. Black people would show up to a fucking open mic, like a big crowd of black right, people. Right, right. White people don't do that. You go on a white right. open mic, it's just other white comics that hate you. Right. And you can't get better. Like like that <laughs> That's true. Honestly, God, dude, like doing black rooms for me, I, I that's probably the best thing in comedy that ever ever happened to me was doing starting out in really like hooded up rooms. I agree. Because it it be I would be a, an alternative fag. I hope you'll pardon it. We have to get somebody of the gay race on here by the way. <laughs> yeah. To knight me to say fag. Uh the rules of the show is we we're going to say every fucking word. We're going to talk on the regular. I mean, we we literally have no respect for how you but feel. But we're not going to force it. It's not going to be forced in the conversation. This is how we talk. Right. It's not a forced thing. It's just I don't know how to put it. We literally have no respect for day job. <laughs> like, like usually you understand, me and Gerard don't have your fucking bullshit day job with a, whole, a human resources manual of how you're allowed to talk. Like, so whatever rules you have, you you have to follow them. Like, don't get giddy. Right. Because we're saying these words and think you can go back to don't your job. Don't run with it. Yeah, don't run. You are in the prison you made for yourself. We are animals and proles are free if you're in 1984. Yes. And that's <laughs> yes. what we are, animals. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to say whatever the fuck we want. And we just can because that's our job. It's great. That you should have picked this job. Choose wisely. I say it all the time. Choose wisely. But just, you know, you at home, it's totally not okay for you to say this shit. No. We're just above the rules. That's all I'm saying. Pick, pick your life right. <laughs> so anyway, I would, I would be an alternative fag comic if it hadn't been for black people kicking the cuteness out of me. Right. The alternative type of right because the the and and honestly that was the thing that I got more from doing like these black crowds. It's like, and that, that was a big hack joke. I'd be like, we different. White people and black people, we different. And you're like, yeah, you know what? If if we were, that would be pretty great, man. That would be interesting. <laughs> but the sad fact of the matter is, it's not. It's always the same shit. It's always the same. It's the same fucking depressing bullshit <laughs> with a different fucking topical cover. Yeah. That you, if you're too dumb, you can't notice it. But it's the same, dude. The fucking uh, uh, Larry the Cable Guy comedy yeah. and BT Comic View comedy are the same, same shit. It's the fat lady at church. Yep. And a fucking, it's all the same shit, man. Signifying. Uh, but yeah, so our thing is like we we uh, we're gonna have people because what I want to start doing on here is getting uh, just regular people from regular day jobs. Oh yeah, we got to do that. I want to bring. And I want regular... them to talk about their racial prejudices yes. openly. I want to do an all white and all black side if we could on here. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. And let's ask them the same question and see what we get. Maybe even we do them separately. Dude, and I think it would be great. I want to get an Indian comic on, and we just ask him Muslim questions. Yes. How <laughs> 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 great would that be? That'd be great. I want to get Harry uh, Kondababalu. Do you know that guy, Who's Hari Kondabalabra? Kandalabra? Behind the Kandalabra. Can we maybe get... I'm going to call... I got contacts. Is he Indian, dude? No, he writes for W. Kamal Bell. Oh, okay, okay. 
And um, he's a nice guy. I was on Pete Holmes' podcast with him, but okay. he is a fucking flaming San Francisco liberal, like a PC. Oh, uh, we got to bring him in. Yeah, I, I, I want to get him in and just horrify him. Got to bring him in. But he'll bring something to the table, I think. Penis? <laughs> yeah, not enough of a penis. Dude, a I was watching him. Cock. Uh, yeah, he's a good guy, man. But I was watching him, on, and and he's capable of writing good jokes. But he he, infu- I want to get him on about this because he was infuriating me. He was doing a John Oliver's New York. Oh, New York stand-up. comedy stand-up show. Yeah, I hate awkward comedy. Right. Like, or or just like, I mean, it's been a million people have said it better than me. But all the things wrong with it of like a grown man acting like he's, I'm shy. And right. I'm, like dinosaurs. I, I'm searching. I'm searching for my thoughts on this joke I do every, every fucking night. night. Yeah. Uh. And uh, but so. He had a joke that um, it was about, don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? Remember that stupid song? Yes. And um, he rewrote the lyrics, and the lyrics were so, like, like taking a woman's side lyrics of, like, imagine how she feels when she hears that. It's not what he was saying, but it it's was, the like... the way he was saying it. And I was, like... Uh, and I just want to get him, I'm, like, are you fucking dude? Do you, I mean, are you... Was he did to you grow a pussy while yes, you wrote is that? Yeah, defending. So I want to get him. Bloody up. pusses. Yeah, but I like to do. I'm not a fucking treasure, but like I want to get him because he he'd be a good guy to argue. He, he can hold his own with his his bullshit position. So I want to get him on. Okay. But um, just Bring to tell you guys on. what this show is going to be, we're going to get every kind of person on here. Yes. And be extremely insensitive and disrespectful about really in an honest way though. Yeah, in a I very mean, honest, who could give a fuck way. Here's the here's the here's the thing, man. It's like both me and Sherrod here on our own, you know, can't really talk like this. But there's something about uh, somebody of a different race giving you permission. That's right. With a, a mere penis on the shoulder to do what you want. That. <laughs> That's all it took. Who knew that? It's really special. A veiny, veiny. <laughs> um. All right. Let's see if I got another story to get to. What, what, what time? I did see a story on CNN today that. Uh, after the Trayvon case, they did some uh, some. After the Trayvon thing happened, oh, they we did could some talk about survey, that, yeah. but it's not really about Trayvon. They said that 38 percent of white people, yeah, in this country, don't have a friend from another race. How could that be? 38 percent. Now 38%? you explain that to me, Whitey. <laughs> well, you live in fucking a place that don't have a place that doesn't have other people. Facebook friend people. <laughs> it's your... no excuse for this. this I time think I think what happens is they do, and then it turns out it's like a fake Nigerian prince, and they're like, "Well, it won't make that mistake again." <laughs> you know, I think that's what happens. You want to invest in my gold mines? Is that true? Thirty-eight percent. Thirty-eight percent of white people don't have a, a friend of another race, like Asian, anything, even like a mixed something, even like a mixed something. How? First of all, where is this Shangri-La where you can do that? <laughs> no, that is fucking shocking, though, to me. Like, That's pretty shocking to me. Like, when this, do you work? Yeah, like, you would think you just stumble on Not even, like, a black guy who talks really white. Or, like, fantasy football. Do you yeah, play like, fantasy football <laughs> with all white people? <laughs> it's like, what is your life like? Wow, that is fucking crazy, dude. But you know what? They didn't do the search. I didn't see the question about how many black people was the same way. It's probably 38% too. I know a lot of black people never, never don't have white friends or Asian right. friends. Well, or, that's the thing of uh, so that number's probably just as high. That's what I want to research. Well, we'll do that on the next show because here's the yeah. thing with Trayvon Martin that, that got to me because I was really like anti. Here's the thing: I didn't think George Zimmerman himself. I didn't think he was a racist. I thought he's just a moron with a gun that thinks he's a fucking cop and and smelling like, himself. Yeah, and smelling himself. The, to me, the racism is after it happened, all the people that took his side. That was pure racism. That was purely oh, yeah, yeah. like, oh, that yeah. kid's probably going to end up in prison. The, the shit I read yeah, yeah, about this kid. And let me tell you something. When, they, when some kid gets shot who's an actual gang member, I don't give a fuck about him. Do you understand? Like, yeah. I don't. There's you know what? Th- one thing that I think helped kill Trayvon, that he wasn't a criminal. 
What do you mean? Yeah, he didn't have a he didn't actually have a gun. If it was a real criminal, not even a gun. If it was a bigger, more intimidating right. fucking dude, right? Money wouldn't have got in the car. Well, people, I he wouldn't I got, have got out the car. If it was Shaq or Big Steve, Big Steve from yep. the cellar, yep, he wouldn't have got out the car. Yeah, that's straight he up. He knew true. he could take that kid. Yeah, I don't. I think you're 100 percent right with that. I'm telling you. Um, but that was one where I think it's a clear cut, like the way. And and I read a thing that was kind of interesting, and I kind of agree with this. I think the turning point in that case was when Obama said he could be my son, which I don't think he's wrong to say that because he, he could have been his son. But uh, it, the, there's a whole group of people. I read this, I think it was on Slate or something, uh-huh. but it was. I thought it was a good point because this guy had quotes from before Obama said that from conservative people, right? and they made it like it was a tragedy. As soon as Obama said something, the I Hate Obama crew had to come in. Jumped in on it. And they're like, well, he's a thug. Why is Obama taking his son? Like, there's a whole group of people that if just Obama says anything, they have to hate it. And make it I think it just like made a, them angry that they was like, we could have stopped this when he was 14. <laughs> <laughs> Obamacare could have stopped years ago in Hawaii. In Hawaii. <laughs> but they fucking, just like, yeah, take that guy like, George Zimmerman's side. Whenever you bring is, politics in it, it can switch how people talk about it or feel about it. And I got to argue with a bunch of people, and I'm like, and my whole thing is like, why the fuck is this guy walking around with a gun, creating a situation, like, and he's like, well... I got robbed by these black guys and something like, what does that have to do with this kid that was not robbing? Then I have people like, well, yeah. he was peeking into windows. He what? Was, yeah. Somebody goes, that's in the, and, and some idiot on my Facebook. He was walking around, peeking in windows. No, he wasn't. He, the quote on the phone is he was walking, looking at houses, which is what else would you be looking at while you're walking? Me and my girlfriend, we do that every night on the Upper East Side. <laughs> I just identified <laughs> with Trayvon. Shot. I just, listen, I put myself in the, in the position of the bolt, two people. Right. right? So that's what I go by. Like, I right. try to put myself in somebody's shoes. I've been in the shoes of wearing a hoodie and being high and walking <laughs> and thinking someone was following me. Because for some reason, if you wear a hoodie, man, it always feels like you're being followed. It's because the shit is in your peripherals. You it got cuts, this right here. Yeah, dude. So do you ever walk with a hoodie and just keep checking over your shoulders? Yeah. And imagine you're high like that. And you turn and someone is fucking following you. Yeah, that must be terrifying. That's terrifying. Yeah, so. That's terrifying. Also, I don't believe. One bit George Zimmerman's side of the story, just because I watched him on Sean Hannity, he goes, he goes, do you have any regrets? And, and look at the YouTube. It's fucking crazy. He, Shan, Hannity is trying to make it good for him. Right. He goes, do you have any regrets about that? And he goes, no, sir. No. Um, I feel like it was God's plan. Uh, like, are you out of your fucking skull, oh, dude? Oh, what a fucking like, idiot. Cops, when they shoot a black kid, when co- you know, whenever that happens and a cop shoots a kid, the cops are always in like tears and shit. And they need counseling and, like, even it's, a cop everyone hates because he shot a kid. Right. The guy will be, like, devastated that he shot a kid. Right. But this fucking psycho is like, oh, it is what it is. It's God's plan. Like, That's you're not, out of your yeah, fucking mind, dude. He's out of his fucking mind. He's out of his fucking mind. That should tell First of all. It infuriates a, me. Just if a guy tries to make the police force in Florida and they don't take him, that should tell you right there. What kind of dude? What kind of dude? That Flor- Sanford, Florida police won't take you? They won't. T- with that, what? <laughs> yeah. You understand? Know like. That's that's when when cops like oh, this guy's a little bit not right. I, I mean like how so I don't understand that information immediately tips me off to what it is. Right. But there's a whole bunch of people who just look at it like oh yeah kid had a hoodie. Um I'm sick of these kids being disrespectful, wearing their dungarees the wrong way, uh. playing their their hippity hop music loud. <laughs> you know and I'm like that's the thing where I you, uh. I, I gotta be honest like it really kind of like I don't want to say open my eyes or be that corny but like. I really, because I love making racial jokes, and I love being insensitive to race. Right. And I love being not PC. Right. And I love trashing people. And, like, 
And but you I, yeah, but like I never thought I was like, oh wait, we're all like this. Like we're we're all like happy of fucking. We're gonna call a seventeen-year-old kid a man now. Right. That's the other thing. Like when people he goes, this is a seventeen-year-old man, hundred and sixty pounds. Like, oh wow. It's like as soon as something happens to black people in America, we stop being Americans. We start being refugees when Katrina. <laughs> Not Americans. Look at these refugees. Yeah, but that's up. a real thing. Like, I, and that's Look at this thing man. I, he yeah. got shot. Look at this grown man. Yeah, grown man who high school going to get Skittles from the store. That's the grown man you're talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, but that's, that blows fucking, my fucking mind. Dude. And crazy. that's the thing where I'm like, I, like, I'm a big, that's why I say I'm a bigger, but I can be reasoned with like, Shit like that where I'm like, I had no idea you fuckers were like on this level. Oh, yeah. I thought we were just having fun making jokes, no. not being PC. I didn't know we were in pure... Hatred. Like, dark, oh, this is an other shit. creature that doesn't even belong because he likes different music than I like. <laughs> Do you understand? Because yeah. let me tell you something. I got, yeah. no, I, I got zero problem with profiling. I have literally... No problem with profiling. If one group seems to keep doing this one thing, we'll fucking profile. But sit, listen, sit in your fucking car and do it, and don't get out with a gun. <laughs> right. Call the cops and let the cops fucking do. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. Like profile from a distance, fuckface. Right. Why? Why would you get up? Why would and you then, get out there with a gun and try to? And then a life ends, and you're gonna act like it's no big deal. Like, well, throw one on the pile. I mean, it's fucking, like, well, like you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this this one kid that yeah. just got shot. This guy, his name's Shaw Liver. Ugh. By the way, awesome name, guys. Shaw Liver. Shaw Liver something. They have on video. Like he was him. chasing like a man, fourteen year old, chasing a guy with a gun. He had a gun. He was chasing a guy trying to shoot him. Cops yelled at him, put his gun down. He didn't oh yeah, yeah. He didn't throw it down. He was. And his chasing mom's somebody. like, yeah. it's another Trayvon. No, it's not another. No, Trayvon. it ain't another no, it Trayvon. Ain't, bitch. Bitch. No, it ain't. Like, no, it ain't. In fact, that little asshole is the reason Trayvon, Trayvon got shot. Well, part of it. He's part of it. He's part of the reason. He's part, yeah, right. But I'm yeah, sorry, a, you he, can't run around with a gun. If I was a cop, I would have shot that kid too. You can't run around with a gun, shoot, trying to shoot somebody else. Well, then I had somebody on my chase. Way, I, I saw it on the video of the yeah. surveillance camera. He's chasing somebody with a gun. Yeah, it's pretty cut and dry. This kid was a piece. And like, it's by like, the way, dude. that little asshole. If they hadn't shot him, he wouldn't be killing white people. He'd be killing other black kids. Probably the fucking smart, like the little girl that met. President Obama. That's the one who gets shot by this uh, fuckface. Because face. nobody's a marksman and they're shooting blindly into school zones. Yeah. Well, because I had somebody like, well, the cops could have shot to wound. Like, no, they can't. They got to shoot to kill. If yeah, you it's not the long range, stupid I'm ass. I'm like, you want them to start <laughs> pulling off trick shots? Like, you see how bad they are at shooting now. It takes them 41 shots to drop a fucking cab driver. Wound them. Yeah, you saw that with that shooting on Fifth by the Empire State Building. They shot everybody but the dude. <laughs> <laughs> incredible shooting guys. They shot everybody <laughs> but the guy they're supposed to shoot. Um, all right, let's get to like one more story because we got before your car comes to get you. Yep. Because um, let, let me tell you what's good about this show. There will be a racial thing happening. Can we smoke in here? Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, this is the <laughs> Yeah, we definitely do an issue. This is going to be a fun show. This is going to um, be the most fun we ever have. And we might talk about I, I want to get somebody Arab. I wish I could get Dean Obadala, man. I can get him. Is Dean in New York? Yes. He is? I think he's here now. I told him on oh, Facebook he's going shit. to CNN thing. Okay, because I want to bring this up now and say my ignorant shit, and then we'll have Dean come in. But uh, okay, this story that uh, our producer John found for us: Australian quits election after referring to Islam as a country, and it said uh, he's a candidate for Australia's anti-immigration One Nation Party. <laughs> Which, by the way, already as I read this, you're like you're shocked that a guy from an anti-immigration party is going to say something kind yeah. of ignorant. Uh, dropped out of the election after a blundering interview. She referred to Islam as a country. She goes, I don't oppose Islam. It's as a, a woman? Yeah, it's a woman. It's something real sad, sadder about a woman being this dumb. Go ahead. I mean, not as sad as a woman wearing a fucking burqa. 
Uh, <laughs> well. <laughs> like, you know, those suck-up ones are like, no, I love wearing a tablecloth. I smashed out a girl in a burka before. You did? Of course. Was it real Muslim or fucking Nation? It was uh, Sunni. She was Sunni Muslim because she was American Muslim, but she had all the shit in the closet. I want you to do that. And I said, I'm banging you in all those outfits. <laughs> God bless you, dude. Uh, that's a fun time, man. Um, I don't oppose to Islam. Here, here's the thing with this. This is another one of those things, and I want to bring this up to Dean because people always talk about Islamophobia. Right. You know, which to me is like the biggest bullshit. Here's the, this is the last bullshit term that I'm just going to accept as a thing. Uh, homophobia. And homophobia is a made-up, somebody pulled out of their fucking ass word, but I'll take it. I'll take it. What'd you say? You have a lighter? uh, Yeah. Because there's there's at least, look, there's at least some people who are that afraid of homosexuals that I would call them homophobes as opposed, like disgust and fear are not always the same thing. You know one battle that I do do dislike that the the, the gays have? What? That if you uh, start saying anti-gay stuff, they'd be like this, you probably are gay. It's like that's the only racist thing. Right, it's fucking ridiculous. Nobody say, oh, you hate black people, you probably are black. It's like, they might not be gay. They might have, like me, uh, I was raised in a doomsday cult, which uh, is not a, I mean, I don't have bitterness at Jehovah's Witnesses, but I was taught that that gays, you know, you love the sin or hate the sin, but what they do is disgusting. They should die with fire. That's <laughs> like, what they said in Jehovah's Witness? Well, you have the story of Abraham, you know, Lot in Sodom, and it's pretty clear how gross God thinks it is what you do with your holes, right? Right. And, and I kind of resent that because when I got older, I was like, these people have done nothing mean to me. Right. And uh, they all seem fine. Like, it's almost like the gays were never my en- enemy. It was just put on me. Right. That they're fucking... But I, I, I never... If I think back, like, I never gave a shit what somebody did with their fucking dick and asshole. Never like, give a damn. Never, right. Uh, it was just I had to because of my religious training. So somebody that's hating you... The more gays we had at school, I thought it was great. Because I said, more gay dudes, more chicks for me. Oh, we were vicious to anybody we thought was gay. That's how were I know you? It. Yeah. Well, I, not like... Uh, in the way you're vicious... High school was more vicious, I think. I'm with the Catholic high school. I'm talking about middle school. I'm talking about middle oh, school. Oh, middle school... High school. We got... used to have a dude in my elementary school named Buck. <laughs> Buck. Yeah. Yeah. And he was in my. Uh, he went to elementary school with me. He was gay when we were in second, third grade. Right. We used to sit in the cafeteria, and he was. He was used to love it too. He would have bracelets on. He had all bracelets. Right. He would sit stand against the wall. We would take those sports, the plastic sports, right. shoot peas at him. <laughs> Well, he's deflecting him like he's Wonder Woman with his bracelets. <laughs> Every lunch. That sounds kind of fun. But it wasn't because we hated him. We loved Buck. But he was a gay dude and he wanted to be Wonder Woman. Well, we would torment these kids not because... Uh, we would torment them because you gotta find, you're being tormented, so you got to find someone lower than you on the totem pole to shit on. Yeah, that's so you're the like, bad part. Well, that's that bad. guy's a fag, so I'm not that. So, so that's, how it would, that's how it would be for me, that's right? That's just hack. Right, but you, middle yeah. school. Middle so school, you do you're, what you do you're, to you're to be, Schools teach you to be a fucking coward. Right. This is why I say you want these kids to stop killing themselves. You need to stop telling them high school is the most important time of their fucking lives. Right. Because it's not important. Nope. And not just for the gay kids. For everyone, it literally doesn't matter. These are people who are in public education, and they make themselves feel important by telling you that this shit matters. But right. they're failures, and you're fucking like... Like, if they could do anything else, they wouldn't be teaching your dumb little ass. Like, listen, what you need to teach kids, you need to teach kids is being accepted is not important on any level, okay? If the other kids are picking on you, it's probably because you're interesting, and you should be fucking happy they don't accept you. <laughs> right. You should be true. happy you're not invited to the, because every last one of them, like, this is if I could talk to a school, I'd be like, look to the child to your left. Now look to the right. Every one of these pieces of shit doesn't matter on any level, and they're not worth the cost of the bullet it would take to gun them down like the animals they are. Right. 
Don't even waste your time. Don't waste your time because life got a whole thing planned for them. Yeah, they're fucking loot. Who gives a shit life. if they say, like, I could give a fuck. There's not even a name you could call me that would make me upset like that. Exactly. But because you lie to these kids and tell them this shit matters, and you tell them that their opinion, like, my dad used to call me stupid all the time, right? Right. Like, shut up, stupid. What a, you know why that was a blessing that he did that to me? Because then, you know when you're a kid and you make everything more important than it is? Right. Blow it out of proportion. You're like, oh, the way... So instead of asking them what they think... Yes. And fuck, tell them they're not important. Like, listen. Yes. Nothing that happened is important at school today. You're not important. You're feeling... You're a dumb fucking kid. <coughs> and what that does, it takes the weight of the world off, off your shoulders. And you can be yourself. And you could be like, oh, I'm just... It, it goes away. Now go make something of yourself. And that helped me, yeah. Go so be you. So uh, we used to do that like... Uh, but some kids might react differently to that. Well, see, what happens is there's a problem with bullying where... Everything is called bullying. When I say bullying, I'm thinking of some name calling, right. maybe throwing peas at a gay kid while he deflects him with a bracelet. That wasn't, but that was actually entertainment. He would, he would be like this. Y'all ready yet? <laughs> he had bracelets. Right. He well, deflected everyone too. But damn, but he was there's good. a kind of there's a kind of bullying where it's inclusive, right? Right. Okay. The meanness is excluding people. That that's what the real meanness. Not I, making fun of them. I think if we would have had two gays in our third grade class, we would have got angry. <laughs> One, he was the gay dude. <laughs> But if we had two, it might have been it might have been a different situation. It's just you look kids are awful and they're always looking for a reason why they're yeah. not as bad as someone else. Right. And then that's what they do. It's a terrible fucking world. And and you know, whatever. So but what I was gonna say is like if um fuck, I lost my train of thought from uh, smoking. We're smoking up in this fucking studio. This smoking fine okay, tobacco. We're gonna have a lot of good times in here. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, it was a tremendous point I was trying to lay out and I can't remember what it was now. Uh Race trader? <laughs> I am a fucking race trader. Uh, oh, 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 about bullying. They, right. what they, now with bullying, it's like everything is bullying. So, like, it could be name calling or like a vicious assault. They'll right. include that as bullying. Like, right. that's felony assault. That's not exactly. bullying. Like, when somebody if steals you, your lumberjack jacket, like, it's not a bully. If the jocks drag you in the locker and rape you with a broom, that's not bullying. No. That is a fucking rape. Like, <laughs> right. Because I, I was doing a joke about bullying. Like, what's the big deal about it? And, it? and I was in Canada, and this guy tells me a story about this kid. This is, like, the worst story in the world. This kid had a degenerative, like, uh, muscle. I don't know if it was MD. Okay. He had something degenerative. He had a hard time in school. Mm. He told his he, he told his parents if he had to go back to that school, he would kill himself because uh -huh. it was so bad for him. This other kid at his school, while this kid would, was uh, jogging to try to get his muscle density, his dad let him use his iPhone to listen to music. Right. He gets jumped by this fucking piece of shit kid at his school. They knock his teeth out, take his iPhone, just kick the shit out of him. Jesus Christ. Then his dumbass parents send him back to that school, by the way, after he tells him, I'm going to kill myself. Then he goes online and finds out that the illness he has is not going to get better. It's only going to get much worse from here on out. Oh, no. Yeah, it's like when I was like, hey, good work, God. And meanwhile, uh, a thousand, I mean, just pick a celebrity name who still lives <laughs> while this kid. Um, but so a so yeah. guy goes, you know, that's a bully suicide. I'm like, that's not a fucking bully suicide. No, First of all, torture. God's bullying him before anyone. That's number one. Okay. <laughs> Uh, two, if I'm out jogging and I get jumped by three people and they kick my teeth out and take everything I have, I'm not going to go to the police and go, officer, help me. I was very badly bullied. <laughs> Please. They bullied the shit out of me. I mean, they bullied me hard. We need new anti-bullying laws. You see what I'm saying? Like, yes. that's not bullying. That's a fucking assault. Like, what are you talking about, bullying? So it's just... Okay. We got to be clear what the fuck bullying is with, as far as that shit goes. I think they're throwing that word around too much. 
and you got real housewives throwing around. They getting bullied somehow. They on a TV program. Right. It's and like, it, shut up. Right. But it's like people just, people, you know, people grab onto something that's hot and Listen, they, they use it for everything. You being viciously assaulted is not bullying. It's something, that, it's criminal. Criminal. And you being made to feel uncomfortable, go fuck, who the fuck told you you're supposed to feel comfortable all the time? That's what I don't get. <laughs> get into stand up. Because let me tell you something. <laughs> all these affirmations and shit, they do not help you. They don't make you a good person. Being Never being made fun of ever, do you think that really makes you good? Why don't you take a look at fucking Kim Jong-un, that fucking chubby she-male in Korea, who's never heard a bad word about himself. Does that look like a desirable person to you? Does that look like a good out? That's a guy who never had to be bullied. Yeah. And that's what comes of that. No prostitute ever said, hey, man, your dick tastes funny. <laughs> and that's not good for learning. Nobody even said, like hey, that. nice fucking tarred haircut, sling blade. <laughs> They call his haircut the success cut in North Korea. No, they do not. They call it the ambition cut. Oh, my goodness. And God people him. are lining up to get their hair cut like him. He looks like every movie retard in cinema history. And, and it's like a farce, dude. Like, I would kill myself if I had to live there and not make fun of him. Yeah. I just see him come out. And so just imagine. There's people there who want to do that. And there's people that think that every child should have the same feeling as Kim Jong-un, that their shit doesn't stink. Well, what's better? what's better? I'm just saying what's better for you. Uh, just like me doing those black crowds and those crowds being mean to me. Yeah. That fucking helped me. It helped It you. toughened me the fuck up. It made you a better live performer. And now I don't give a shit. Like, you could say whatever the fuck you want. Like, Can't hurt like me. comedians are like vampires in so many ways. Right. Uh, and also, like, you can't hurt them except with some weird things. Right. Really hurt comedians. Right. You know, like, like. Tell them about another comedian's success. Yeah, that it, really. It's like it. some the, the shit that gets to me is never calling me a name. It's some weird shit. Like <laughs> same way to go. Like garlic hurts a vampire. Like yeah, I don't <laughs> right, know. It's like garlic. Right, right, you can shoot him nine times. Like, yeah. Bullets now, but garlic will kill a. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's what it is, man. The things that make me snap are not what make you a civilian. And by the way, I refer to non-comedians as civilians. That's what a piece of shit I am. <laughs> me too. I do the same thing. That I imagine me being a professional clown. <laughs> Is is equivalent to like military service. <laughs> I literally call regular people, people on the herd. <laughs> yeah, like oh, is that what you do, civil? You couldn't hack it, but on some level it's true because people couldn't fucking public speak. No. I've had guys coming back from war, being like, "Man, I could never get on stage and tell a joke." I'm like, didn't you watch like right. your friends get shot next to you and like, <laughs> but you can't publicly speak? Are you kidding me? Yes. Like. It's like a Seinfeld's old joke. People got a bigger fear of uh, right, public yeah. speaking than they have of death. They'd rather be uh, in, in the, the coffin than, than giving the eulogy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true. true. <laughs> it's a fucking truth, man. So true. And uh, I mean, I guess it's good for you guys to be such pussies because then it makes my the value of my job go up. I concur. Yeah, listen. And by the way, I'm not trying to get anybody to change. I like you to be this way because I enjoy complaining about you. Yes. So please don't think we be want yourself. you to stop. Be yourselves. We just like making fun of you. Just know that we see you. We just like making fun of you and spitting on your most deeply held beliefs. <laughs> Do you understand? We just, the two of us, it's the most beautiful interracial relationship I can think of. It's the, it's the, I, I can't think of any, like Sugar Bear and Scotchy and Hutch, that thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like our pure joy at upsetting you with some kind of inappropriate talk. And that's what this podcast will be about. So uh, we're out of time because Sherrod has to go do Red Eye. That's right. Fox News calling. I got to go write some rolls. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, uh... Now, do you have to denigger me before the end of the show? To... I'm gonna go ahead and let you roll with it, but you know what? With the nigger word, does it comes just wear lot... off? Does the power just wear off? It comes off? a lot of responsibility, Kurt. All right, we're gonna have to make a deniggering song just for this. <laughs> yeah. You know, for like when at the I end of every, every, we uh... got to get the Hulk, uh, the Hulk sound effect when he would turn back into Bruce Banner. 
You're like, meh, 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 I just want to see you in ripped jeans. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just going to leave here in ripped up jeans. All right, so that's the end of my nigger powers. Now this podcast, I think, yes. but uh, they will be back again. Uh, we're going to come back. Uh, I don't know who we're going to get for our next guest, but we're going to have some good guests. Oh, of course. This is just our first one, just yes. to kind of feel it out. So uh, hopefully it's good. But uh, we're going to really have some some special guests on here that Definitely. we're really going to shock and amaze. And, uh, so uh, keep listening. Curtin Shrod's Race War. Signing out. Peace, Whitey. <laughs> <laughs>